Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Brad, for like the third week in a row, we have a uh, roller coaster testing as the top story in our notes. Okay, is is this really what we needed to be talking about this way? You do you do realize that once this show is released, the 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 testing will be over, right? Right. Yes, I do okay. realize that. Because um, Incredicoaster is already out now, right? That's a thing. Mm-hmm. As we record on the twenty eighth, uh, Toy Story Land is not open to the public yet, but. Two weeks ago, we talked about uh, Slinky Dog Coaster being in cast member testing. Um, and now we have, uh, I guess we've had media testing. Um, so we have some videos of the attraction, some videos of Toy Story Land itself. And, that, are, that are not the Disney Purdue, because they, right. they had the cast member preview video or whatever, but it was all very Disney slick. Yeah, and it was not full ride throughs. It was just showing, you know... A video of the riders on the most thrilling parts of the ride, you know, exactly what they want to show. So I will open with the same question I did last week, Brad. What do you think about a Slinky Dog Coaster? Uh, okay. So, and before I, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, couch the statement by saying, what I am about to say differs from what I said last week, because I know there are going to be people who are going to be like, you just went on, you just showed up last week and like totally shot down, uh, what in credit coaster based on video. And now what I'm going to say is you can only tell so much from a video, but the reason why I can say different things about, about these two coasters in that way is that with Incredicoaster, I was watching California Screamin'. I've ridden California Screamin'. I have no questions about the quality of California Screamin' slash Incredicoaster as a roller coaster. So in watching that, I'm judging it strictly based on theming, right? right. Which a video And I don't can, think we made that clear in our discussion. That, that the coaster is still a good coaster? No, that, okay. that your experience because i did never i have never ridden california screen but that your experience of it was not only based on a video that you've actually ridden that coaster yes yeah yeah and, and so had, you you know what the what the thrill level is and stuff right and it would still be you know nothing i could have said about it would, would keep me from wanting to go and ride it just from a thrill level again right so the the difference is though when i'm watching slinky dog i'm really not watching so much for the theming which uh, you know, the theming is exactly what we thought it was going to be. There's a bunch of slinkies, dog stuff. And in some ways, I I feel like maybe that theming is more effective than Incredicoaster. It's mm -hmm. just because, like, they didn't try... There, There's not a story to it. And I think that actually serves a roller coaster well. Because the roller coaster doesn't lend itself well to a story in the first place, right? Right. Yeah, it's, it's just, just toys. Yeah, there's there. it's a toy set, and here's toys everywhere. Yep. So then the other side of that that I look at from the coaster and what I would be tempted to say from looking at the video is, wow, this this coaster looks slow and kind of meh, right? <laughs> but but I also completely recognize from, you know, shooting my own videos of rides and stuff 
Like, you know, you, you go and do a ride and you're like, wow, that was awesome. And then you go watch the video and go, uh, well, that's slow and boring. <laughs> so, um, you know, yeah, so, you can't, you can't feel negative G's on a video. Right. Right. And, and I, so for that reason, I feel like I would defer to the people who have said, you know, it's, it's, it falls somewhere above a kid's coaster, but maybe a little bit below, uh, big thunder. Like I can, I can buy that based on what I see because there are no, you know, there are no loops. There are no big drops a la, uh, what Everest or anything like that. So, you know, it, it looks like a competent coaster to me. It doesn't look like it's going to be anything special. I, I don't expect the wait times that say, uh, flight has, you know, yeah. Um, whatever Pandora flight thing flights of passage. There you go. Thank you. Uh, I don't expect those sorts of wait times for this, but I also don't think this was, did, did we ever think that this was going to be like an e-ticket attraction? Uh, I definitely think it was sold as one. See if it, if, okay. So if this is supposed to be an e-ticket attraction, this does not look like an e-ticket attraction to me. I think this was definitely supposed to be an e-ticket attraction. Yeah. Do- I don't, I don't think it's an e-ticket attraction. Yeah. Because an e-ticket attraction needs a story. It needs something. You know, it needs to be more than just a roller coaster through through toys, doesn't it? Well, uh, I'm. I think not anymore. Because, like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, is uh, yeah, an e-ticket I guess attraction, that's true. That's and true. that doesn't really have a story. That's fair. I mean, you are you're mining, but I don't. I think. I think we think of an e-ticket. Uh, the way that uh, they were originally, you know, like Peter Pan's flight was an e-ticket attraction. Yes. Yes. And well, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and, that's an and e-ticket. that tells a, that is so narrative heavy, you know, Splash Mountain, very narrative heavy uh, and thrilling, you know, but I don't know that that's the way it is anymore. And not, not to mention that Disney doesn't classify these things as, as any any type of ticket um and i think not only do they not do that literally i don't think they even think that way anymore uh i think that this this is the weenie of toy story land you know midway mania is obviously the most popular attraction there but it doesn't present that way to the eye you know to a person who's walking around toy story land i think slinky dog coaster looks the most um the most what am i trying to say slinky dog coaster looks like it's, the biggest it's the thing attraction there. yeah it's the thing that's supposed to draw you in so yes. from that uh, from that perspective yeah it is the weenie i fully right. expect though that toy story <laughs> midway mania even though it's the older attraction will still be the main attraction oh, and by it the way remain, yes it remains the 90 minute wait attraction there before before somebody but actually is us, uh, yeah, Peter Pan's flight a sea ticket attraction apparently. No way. Yeah, yeah, sea ticket. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, the e ticket attractions would have been Mine Train Ride, the Pack Mules, Jungle River Cruise, uh, the Monorail Trains, Matterhorn Bobsled, Small World, Enchanted Tiki Room, Submarine Voyage, Pirates of the Caribbean, Country Bear Jamboree, and Haunted Mansion. Of course, all these being Disneyland. But right. But yeah, those were those Hilarious. were hilarious. So, so, okay, so the based on mules. that, yeah, the pack <laughs> mules, dude, um, maybe it's an e-ticket? Yeah, I'd say it squarely fits in that hole. Yeah, that's a, 
The yeah, the Skyway is a D ticket attraction. The Rocket Jets are a D ticket attraction. The monorail was E ticket. The monorail was E ticket. So they okay. So realistically, the E tickets were made based on operating cost. Yes. Here are the which, ones we want you to go on the least. Yeah, yeah. This this is going to cost <laughs> us the most each time you do it. Right. So yeah, don't don't do this one a lot. Go. No in. unnecessary wear and tear on our mules, please. <laughs> <laughs> They're alive. <laughs> Yeah, and and you know what? I think I think you you have a good point there when you when you bring up that Big Thunder. You know that's that's considered a, a big attraction. So from it's that, one of the mountains, you know. It is. It is. And Slinky Dog is not. There's no. Um, I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't see. Uh, I don't see myself wanting to like. I want to go to Disney's Hollywood Studios so I can go ride. The Tower of Terror, right? Right. I want to go to Disney's Hollywood Studios so I can ride Rock and Roller Coaster. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I'm ever going to be like, oh my gosh, dude, I've so got to do like the the until I have done it. Yes, I will say, oh, I've got to go to Disney's Hollywood Studios so I can do Slinky Dog. Sure, but I have done you know uh, Tower of Terror or you know Rock and Roller Coaster multiple times, and I still want to make sure that that's part of my trip. I just I don't foresee Slinky Dog Coaster based on everything I've seen and heard about it being one of those. Like, it's something that I'll definitely do while I'm there. It's not something I will, you know, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor is not something that I have to make a part <laughs> of my trip, you know? Right. And, and I know that you, you really enjoy that attraction. And I'm not trying to, I, I'm not trying to diss that attraction, but it's just not one that, like, if, if I'm there, the line is short enough, I'll go and do it. Right. Right. I, I would even say Seven Dwarfs Mine Train isn't something that, like, now that I've done, I'm not, and I would even consider that to be an e-ticket, you know, under whatever whatever terminology you want to use for that attraction. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Slinky uh, Dog's just not there for me. I would put them, I would put those two in the same, I guess, pool, Slinky Dog Dash and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, um, ex- uh, in that Seven Dwarfs Mine Train isn't that thrilling except for the extreme danger i felt um that i was gonna come out of the uh the seat because they were very small um and there was basically no leg room so i was kind of had my knees up to my chest but um thrill wise on the on the coaster itself it's not that not that thrilling um but that's but so that's where that's I think probably where you and I can have the biggest problem though. Because again, what I come back to is exactly what I started out saying. This is all based on like if I ride that coaster and I really enjoy that coaster, the all of this goes out the window because then I enjoy the coaster. Sure. But this is what I thought all along. I'm not surprised at all by this. Uh th- I have f- since Toy Story Land was announced, I have uh, totally thought that this was going to be a roller coaster for young children and that it wasn't meant for me. Uh, and I will ride it the same way that I ride Dumbo, you know, in the Magic Kingdom. Just as a, like, this is fun. You know, this is something that I enjoy doing, but it's not something that, like, I have to do or something that really fulfills my trip. It's just like a, a fun little thing that I'll do. You know, if I walk up and they're like, Hey, 10 minute wait, I'm like, great, let's ride, you know, Dumbo or 
even the safari, you know, Kilimanjaro safari. That's the thing that once you've done it a few times, you've kind of experienced it. Um, but I'll do that a bunch because it's just fun, you know. Um, but that's kind of what this feels like to me is this is a, a ride that's not meant for me. Uh, and things like Toy Story Midway Mania are more meant for me, something that takes a little bit of skill, has pretty good replayability, just based on the video game nature of it. Or, you know, Twilight Zone for the narrative and for the thrills. Uh, Rock and Roller Coaster for the novelty and the thrill. Like, there are things that are made for me, and I just don't think that Slinky Dog Dash is something that was ever supposed to be for me, a 30-year-old man. I think this is something that my daughter will enjoy a lot, you know, when in five or ten years and then you know she'll graduate to expedition everest and rock and roller coaster and stuff like that and slinky dog dash won't really won't really be on her radar anymore either yeah it, you know i so so the one that we really haven't talked about is uh swirling saucers right uh-huh. which is over there as well and everyone is pretty much because it's what just a it's a rehash of the cars land attraction which name escapes me now where you're riding behind the tractors, right? Mm-hmm. And that yeah. attraction, I I rode it and I went, okay, that was fun. But again, like you said, I was like, that's not, it's not meant for me. Right. So that I'm not, oh my gosh, I've got to ride that again. That was the best thing ever, uh, is okay. Uh, so I don't know. I guess, I guess my problem was I wasn't as, uh, sold that this was, you know, I thought, I thought Toy Story Land was supposed, when you have two attractions and neither one of them is meant for anyone over the age of 12, then it's a kid's land, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's Bugs Land over at, over at College, which there's, there's nothing wrong with having a kid's land. It just uh-huh. was not, I don't, I, I didn't think that's what it was. Yeah, and I you know? totally, I I totally did. Like but, from the very moment it was announced. But then my there are people who are talking was, about Slinky Dog Coaster. Like it's it's going to be, it could possibly be too thrilling for those kids too. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, that was a lot of the stuff that we talked about last week. A lot of the write ups and stuff about it were like, this is too much. Uh, and I I you know again you can't tell that much from a video, but I don't think that's true. I I don't think that that's going to to play out. The swirling saucers, though, that is a very strange thing. Like, at least in Cars Land, it was a tractor with a trailer. Right. And in Toy Story Land, it's a UFO with a trailer. Because all the great UFOs have trailers, don't you? Dude, okay. Okay. It's like a UFO. Look look at a UFO. (laughs) Look at a UFO. Okay, I'm it, looking it, at I'm it, looking okay. at one right now. The so, aliens are landing in my right, yard as we right, speak. Right, right. So you've got the you've got the space in the middle. Where does the alien have have room for you know the the alien treadmill? Those things don't fold up so great, and you can't and it, you can't fit them in the bubble with you, and they're I, not going to fit in the sides because the sides slim down too far. You gotta have the trailer if you really want to be able to hold a lot of stuff. I always assumed they had some sort of advanced hollow deck or uh, some sort of space bag technology that they could just put all their stuff in. I I had no idea that every UFO had a U-Haul behind it. 
You know, not not all of them do. Not all of them do. <sighs> Only the ones that you know. If it's it's basically the the aliens who have the money, right? Yeah. They're the ones who get to get mm. to have the U-Hauls behind them. If you're if you're you don't have it, then yeah, you've pretty much just got to go and get stuff wherever you come across. So, you know, you should you should be impressed because you're getting to ride with the high class aliens, my friend. <laughs> this this attraction is a, is the one that makes me go, "Okay. Um this was clearly some stuff that you already had and you just made it space themed like no thought was put into this at all uh, there wasn't there was enough thought to say okay um aliens aliens yeah yeah we've got that uh hey guys there are a lot of these these buzz lightyear space ranger spin cars left over what are we gonna do with those yeah oh yeah let's throw them behind the alien because is that not what that like uh -huh. when, I, when i look at that car that's what i think i i think okay that's a space ranger spin car i mean i know Again, don't at me. I know it is not exactly the same car, but it just it looks a lot like a Space Ranger spin car to me. My impression of uh of uh oh wow, the name of this attraction just flew right out of my brain. Alien swirling saucers? Uh, yes. My impression of the alien swirling saucers was that it would be a spinning ride, obviously, but more in the uh more in the Luigi's uh Casa de la Tires, you know, where you're you're on a big air floor and everyone's at a UFO, you're more or less I don't know if I expected it to be bumping into each other, but I did expect that the guests would be in the UFOs. That you would that you would feel more like you were on a UFO uh -huh. and not along for some ran really random kind of ride? Yeah, where the you just kinda like weirdly twist around this ufo i don't i don't know this one does not i mean again if if it's a land for for young adults which or children which i you know fully think it is and, and endorse uh it doesn't matter if it spins around and it makes kids squeal and and scream then great you know it's done its job but man from a theming perspective it's a failure for sure. I mean, it's got a, it's so it's got a lot of stuff to it. It's themed in that perspective, but yes, outside of that, there it, it's just it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. And and why can't the aliens pull their trailers better? You know, yeah. that's that's what I want to know. Like, how does every alien have a trailer that almost almost comes off every time you turn around? That just seems, you know... You, you know what I, they did, Brad? They mm. put too much weight behind the axle. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You really got to watch that, you know? You, you got to put 70% of the weight in front of the wheel. Yeah, yeah. You've really got to balance that just so. Yeah. Or else or else it's all... Mm, it, this happens. This is what happens. Uh, but again, I did, the, I did the, the, the other version of this attraction of Cars Land, and... I think for what it is for kids, it's going to be fun. But yeah, theming—it's uh, both of these attractions are are yeah just there. I guess. Have you ever ridden one of those? So it's a spinning thing. You have a thing in the middle, like a post in the middle, and then coming off of it are three arms, and each arm has three cars hanging. Oh yeah, from yeah, it. like the thing they used to have in uh, Astroworld, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. In the, uh, 
where like it spins and it flings you against the outside. And they always said like, you know, larger people, please sit on the right because you're going to crush. <laughs> right. Whoever. Yeah. 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 I used to think that those were the most fun. And I think that, uh, that would be a better theme, you know, to just have that, to, to have, just have uh, saucers spinning around. Yeah. The same, same, same uh building same everything but instead of having these things with a, a uh, these alien ufos with a trailer just have ufos on the ends of these arms and just spin them around you know have a have a spinning attraction oh or you get one of those state fair attractions a starship 2000 oh dude there is no way disney will ever have one of those, where the floor how, drops out. How do those things, like, I, I remember riding those and how much fun they were, but how did those things ever exist? Like, and I think they still do exist. They how do. do those things exist? I don't know. I because, mean, you want to talk about uh, off balance. Yeah, and, and people would just, like, crawl around on the seats on the outside and stuff. Like, yeah. so much unsafeness happens there. And you're you're worried because your knees are up on on, on seventh horse mine train, dude. Meanwhile, this thing's spinning around, and some kid decides to hop and starts like you know flipping and rolling all the way across the 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 outside or whatever. No. Well, in the one that I went on, it didn't have seats. You you walked into it and stood up, and they kind of belted you on so you couldn't move. They put a little belt around your waist. And then it would start to spin and spin and spin and spin and spin, and you were enclosed, and then the floor dropped out. Well, okay, so when I say seats, the thing that I had wasn't actually a seat. It's essentially a section of wall that you lean, that you were leaned back against. Okay. And then as it got up to, like, as it got up to speed, the seats, uh, you know, and again, just the, the piece of uh, foam or whatever that you're leaning against actually went up. Because the centrifugal mm-hmm. force was pushing it up, and that's that's what brought you off of the floor and everything. So, uh, yeah, those would be totally fun, but I don't think so. So you just told me this this land is supposed to be for for younger ones. I don't really think that's what Disney's going for for the you know, and and they've got Woody's toy box there, dude, or lunchbox there. They <laughs> they don't want to see Woody's lunchbox uh, again. They want Woody's so lunch. Soon. Woody's yeah. lunch to come back up. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, I don't know. I, uh, I wish I do. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to be harsh about this land because I don't like being a downer. But I kind of, I just, I wish there was something more here. And I'm sure it's a fine place. But we've we we spent an entire episode talking about Brad's feelings on fine last episode. So let's not do that again. Let's I just can say see, that Brad thinks it's fine. I can see your disappointment uh, because you th- you had the thought that it would be something, you know, for adults. Um, I can I can see how this would be disappointing. Uh, I but, don't. Okay, I don't okay. have that. But I. But can, let me ask you this, Jeremy. I, I can feel that. Is is Peter Pan? Who is Peter Pan's flight designed for? I I think honestly, Peter Pan's flight is twofold i think peter pan's flight is designed for young young people children because it is um you fly uh it is you know you can look down and you see the lights of london there's 
sparkly things to look at. Uh, you see your favorite characters. Uh, you see the, you know, the gator. You see everything. But it's also designed for adults in that you actually do get the story of Peter Pan. And you get the, it's so good that and so effective that you, you break out that nostalgia in adults. Um, and I think, I think that that is a perfect attraction. I don't think that there is one thing that I would change about Peter Pan's flight because it perfectly uh, attracts both young and old and does two completely different things to keep both of those groups happy. And if you start as a young and then transition to an old, and uh, you get, you know, you get a new thing out of it. And I think that makes you appreciate it more. I don't think that Disney develops attractions that way anymore. Uh, and you have, we're getting, you know, attractions that are designed to be, you know, for a young. And then you have other t- attractions that are designed to be for an old. And so we don't get those those Peter Pan's flight, or even to a lesser extent, uh, the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I, I, I think that that dark ride even elicits that nostalgia in, in older people. Uh, even though that attraction is definitely made for, for kids. So, okay. So here's, here's, here's an interesting question because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about this. The, the, the new aerial ride, right is is a dark ride and is not loved nearly like peter pan or even the mini adventures of winnie the pooh correct yeah this is the one that ursula's head fell off right uh i didn't hear about that one man you just you just like breaking the magic all over the place don't you i feel i think ursula's head fell off like a month ago Uh, magic killer anyway uh is this because they aren't as good of attractions or because they don't they don't you know bridge that gap as well or is it just because we like we're no longer in the sweet spot for those things like are we too old to fall into that nostalgia trap (laughs) let's call it the nostalgia trap the nostalgia trap for something like the cars no no we're not we're not because it's trailers it's aliens with trailers. It's aliens with trailers. No, it's it's for kids. Well, and I was gonna. I mean, the the Sorry, little. Mermaid, I try to talk myself into it. I can't. The Little Mermaid one. I I, I think it, it is clearly a, an issue with Imagineering, just based on the fact that Peter Pan's flight still has over an hour wait constantly. You can't you can't get on Peter Pan's flight in less than an hour, no matter when you're there, and that attraction is. F- 50 something years old you know like it, it's old and people are still clamoring to go on it i don't i don't know what the average wait time for ariel's you know new fantasy land dark ride is but i know it's not that long i know it wasn't that long when i when i was there you know it had a 30 to 40 minute wait mostly but i think i think it's definitely a change in imagineering that they i, I don't know I, I i don't think that they're considering how to market an attraction to two groups of people, you know, the way that, say, Pixar does when they make a movie. You watch Toy Story, and there are jokes for 
for kids, and there are jokes for adults. And the jokes that are for adults don't interest the kids. You know, and in, in nor, nor do the kids even pick up on the jokes that are for adults. Right. They're like, um, why are you laughing? That wasn't funny at all. There's tons of those things where there is c- careful consideration taken to make sure that people of all ages will enjoy these. And I don't, it does not seem like Imagineering really takes that into consideration when it comes to making uh, some attractions. You know, I think stuff like Splash Mountain is kind of universal just based on what it is. And it, and that's an older attraction that, that was developed at a different time. But something like that, I mean, it's it's much easier to make that uh, good for everybody. So I don't know. But no, to answer your question, I, I think it is a I think it is a change in Imagineering more than it is a an issue where we are not in the sweet spot you know because like i love cars i think cars is a great movie and i love toy story and i love spinning attractions and i love roller coasters and i i mean like i am primed to really enjoy these things but they're not they don't seem to be built for me yeah but i don't know is is it possible to build a roller coaster that can is what is an example of a roller coaster that works for both kids and adults? Space Mountain. Is, do is that not too scary for kids? I don't. Know. I don't. I don't know. I don't have kids, so I think that it is. I think that the scariness of Space Mountain is that we're all afraid to get our arms cut off. Mm, you know, and kids are kids are small enough; they don't have that problem, right? Or they don't know. You know. I think that Space Mountain is not, and I'm going to talk about the Disneyland version because the Disney World version sucks, Uh, but Space Mountain is not that thrilling. Like, I I don't get a lot of thrill from it being dark and not being able to see what's happening because I, I trust that, uh, you know, like Disney isn't murdering everyone that's on the attraction and replacing them with some sort of <laughs> robot, you know, like the, is cars... that, is that why the last time I, last time I got done with that attraction, like there were three guys on that attraction yeah. who weren't on there when I got on <laughs> the cars, aren't all falling into hell or whatever. And, and no, no, they... that was, that was, uh, that was Mr. Toad's wild ride. So I think the inherent, uh, th- or a big part of the inherent thrill of space mountain is that grownups have heard, their whole lives, the story, like, oh man, if you put your hands up on that, your, your hands are gonna get cut off. Or there was that one guy who got his head cut off. Um, so I think in in uh, Big Thunder Mountain too, I think Big Thunder Mountain is it is not very thrilling, but I have fun on it. I think like I think Big Thunder Mountain works for kids as a thrilling roller coaster. And works for adults as like a, oh, look at the, you know, there's a train and there's a little mining town and there's a dinosaur bone. And the geysers and, and all that kind geysers, of stuff. And geysers and there's, you know, like lots of, there's lots of lift hills and there's good views and like, you know, dumb stuff that, that adults care about. Um, I think that, that that attraction works works that way. So I think it is possible. Um, 
you know, yeah, I would say Slinky, that ex- Slinky Doll Coaster does have uh doesn't does have Mr. Penguin singing to you at the end though. I mean, come sure. on, dude. Squeaky? No, wait, what's his name? That I think name. that's right. That's that's what I thought of when I just fell back to Mr. Penguin because I'm like, Miss- I don't remember the that guy's name. So Mr. Penguin. Uh, Mr. Penguin it is. I think Expedition Ever is too scary for kids. Definitely. Rock and roller coaster, too scary for kids. There's really not that many roller coasters at, no, at uh, Disney but, World. But here's the other, I guess maybe I've, here's the other I've question. Have you ever gotten to ride the Matterhorn? Does that work? Uh, Adults clearly no. love the Matterhorn. I, but, but why? But why do we, do we actually love it because it's good or do we love it because, and, and maybe the same question could be asked to Peter Pan. Do we love it because it's good, or do we love it because it's been there for so long? I think adults love Peter Pan because it's been there for so long. And even if you start as a kid, by the time you're an adult, it's been there for so long. Right. So if Peter Pan was built at the same time as New Fantasyland Ariel, would it be only as popular as New Fantasyland? These are the questions that go on in my head. Like, Yeah. Why do I actually like the things that I do? I actually even like the things that I like, or am I just really, really nostalgic? I don't, I don't know. But here's the thing: I don't think, don't think I, I could see, I could see myself being down for some Slinky Dog coaster. And again, we we still don't know how it feels to actually be on that attraction. We still don't know that. I don't think I'm ever going to be super excited to ride around in saucer trailers. No, but. But you will definitely, but you will take your kid on the saucer trailers and your kid will love the saucer trailers and then you will love the saucer trailers because it makes your kid happy. And I will, I will see Disney from a completely different perspective the first time that I take my child. I have never experienced that as, as a parent who needs to worry about what the kid wants to do, because I can guarantee you that she is not going to want to sit on a bench for an hour and a half and watch the citizens of Hollywood. Dude, you got to start you got to start training her better. I, I feel you, man, because I still want to sit on a bench for an hour and a half and watch the citizens of Hollywood. But it's like gonna be a lot more of like we got to do stuff. We got to keep the hits a rolling because I'm going to have a little baby, not a little baby, but I'm going to have a kid with a short attention span who's going to want to do 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 and who's gonna want to do mickey and minnie's runaway railway 20 times and ride star tours over and over and over again and go on slinky dog dash over and over and over again and it's definitely going to be different but yeah i mean honestly we'll go on whatever i'm sure i'm gonna go on ariel's super you're gonna, great you're dark gonna be ride doing, you're gonna be times. doing multiple instances of the frozen sing-along yeah, and I'll also be waiting in line at Princess Fairytale Hall all day. Oh, there go all your fast passes, bud. Right? Yeah. No, but I mean that's just yeah. It's it how it's got to be, my man. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and that's how it should be. Yeah, that's how it should be. So, uh, I I don't know, I don't know. Saucer trailers, dude. Saucer yep. trailers. Alien U-Hauls. <laughs> I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day.